0: It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. To infinity and beyond! Get off, Napoleon, and make yourself a dang quesadilla.
1: I know kung fu. This is one doodle that can't be undid, Holmes Gillett.
2: This should be open because it's civil rights this is the 90s you're gonna need a bigger
0: boat. 1.21 gigawatts. I'm gonna make this pencil disappear. Gucci.
3: Hello and welcome to, uh, Kendall cast movie Roundtable. We are discussing your name from 2016, uh, anime-ish thing. It is, this is considered anime, right?
2: Yeah. I think we're going to change the name to Weebcast for at least just this episode.
3: (laughs) Well, I feel like this, this movie, I feel like this movie kind of crossed, went beyond just anime fans. This isn't like, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, some, some full metal alchemist,
2: alchemist movie or something. Yeah. And I say that as someone who really likes Japanese stuff, right? So I'm, I, I kind of wear the, the weeb badge proudly. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So us, us four non-Japanese dudes are going to discuss this <laughs> Japanese movie. I'm sure that we will understand all of the cultural significance. Cause that was a thing. That was a thing about this movie. Uh, for me, like it, it, it really felt like, there were, there was some aspects of feelings of like the isolation and stuff that probably is unique to the Japanese teenager experience that probably went right over our heads. Sure. Um, why I was looking for something on the thing. Oh, I was seeing if it won any awards. I forgot if I forget if it was nominated for best picture or if everyone said it was robbed for best picture.
2: Everyone kind of said it was robbed. It was one of those situations okay. where it, got snubbed, quote-unquote, and people were mad about it.
1: All right. the leads were mad about it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not the first time.
1: <laughs>
0: it won't be the last.
1: Seymour <laughs> Awards.
3: Uh, won the Seymour Award. Wow, that's a, that's, that's exciting. <laughs> so it was a nominee for the Saturn Award, but yeah, no, no Academy Awards. Lots of uh, other awards that it was either nominated or won or something, but...
1: Yeah, so Um, this is this is the most recent movie we've reviewed so far, right? Well, other than the Star Wars movies as they came out, right, right, 2016, correct.
3: Yeah, yeah, this is this is the most recent non-Star Wars movie by far, by
2: 30 (laughs) years probably. I mean, what clue was the most
0: recent one other than that?
2: And I believe this is the highest grossing japanese animated movie of all time as well right
0: it passed spirited spirited away away. a little
3: bit ago so
1: it's impressive Uh,
3: okay so jeff this is your film uh why, why did you why did you want us to watch it um well just because
2: i like when i first i saw i first saw this movie probably two years ago in 2018 and um i just watched it kind of on a whim like i was sort of just browsing through some movies and I'm like, Oh, a a body switching Japanese animated movie. That seems interesting. You know, so I watched it with kind of, you know, I don't want to say low expectations, but with expectations of a run of the mill anime movie. But like what I got from it, like completely blew my mind in the sense that I felt like it was very well written. Um, It was beautifully animated. It, it does this thing where it plays with tone uh significantly where like it it changes tone emphatically halfway through but does it very well it's got a great plot twist and you know it made me feel things (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh by the end of it i was kind of weeping like a little baby and i was like oh my gosh this movie affected me deeply and I, i just loved it and uh ever since it's been a it's been one of my favorites so i was excited to to have you guys watch it too cool
3: um so uh Ian, what were your impressions of the film? It seems like you have an opinion.
1: Uh, yeah, I have an opinion. I, I kind of like, maybe I had kind of high expectations, but um, what I found is that, like, it's, you know, it's pretty good. Definitely the animation is, is top tier. Like, there's, there's some good things about this movie. Like, I really liked the twist for the most part, but um, I, I found it to maybe be a little bit uh, sentimental. And, and honestly, the, the twist I kind of found to be uh, dubious. Like, so <laughs> the, the, the time gap in particular between the two main characters, um, it, it doesn't really work for me that they didn't pick up on that before. Like, this, this, this movie is set in modern times. They have smartphones, but at no point did they notice that they were three years apart. Like that's, that just doesn't work for me. Like they would notice. So
3: so my, my, my explanation for that, cause I thought of that too, um, is that they're, they're supposed to be dreaming. And so, and when you're dreaming, sometimes you operate on dream logic. And yeah, sure. and, you just kind of, and you just kind of and you just kinda look past you just look past certain things.
1: Yeah, and, and while that's true, like they definitely went under the assumption that they were dreaming for a while. They they got to a point where they were communicating freely via diary messages. They they even exchanged phone numbers at some point. Mm-hmm. Like there was enough like tangible evidence passed between them that it seems like they were, you know, conscious and cognizant enough. Um, other than, like, the weirdness around forgetting each other's names um, right. repeatedly, well, uh, I feel, feel like it would pick up on the time.
2: If it makes you feel any better, Taki didn't even know the name of the town that Mitsuha was in.
1: Which right. I also which I also found a little bit dubious. Like well, I, I, I would think after, you know, we don't really know exactly how long it was going on how many times they switched, but it seems like... I think like, they said two times a week, about... Yeah, a, but we don't know how long weeks. they
3: were. How long that two times oh, a week was going?
1: Sure. Yeah, and at right. some point, point. like the, the diary messages disappear on his phone, and it looked like there was. You know, this has happened thirty, thirty, forty times. Like sure. after you spent thirty days as someone else, you'd think there would be a few things you would pick up on.
0: <laughs> right. It, it, it basically came down to the nature of the connection was sort of self erasing to a certain point where. I, it, they didn't really touch on it a whole lot, but basically when they woke up, they didn't remember a whole lot of what they'd done before. Right. So uh, I, think it, I think it was more that it wasn't as important, so they basically just never made the connection. Like, they probably looked at the date and then just glazed over it. Like, right. it just didn't seem important to them right. at the time.
2: And keep in mind, these are, these are teenagers, right? So, like, back when you were in high school, you know, your problems are, like, the end of the world. So, like, imagine, you know, when you're in control of your life the entire time, how difficult it is, let alone someone else invading your body a couple of days a week and spending all of your money or, or ruining your relationships or whatever it is, right? And they're, like, freaking out trying to protect themselves from having their lives ruined by this other person, you know? So, like, I, I can buy that, like, they're not paying attention to, like, current events or necessarily asking you know who the mayor is or what town they're in yeah and there's,
1: there's the fact stuff. is that she lives like way out in the middle of nowhere so you know you could say oh well she didn't like she's not walking around in tokyo and knows what movies coming out and think oh that happened three years ago because she's kind of isolated from that culture enough right. but still like i just like i can justify it but it seems like they they kind of made a dubious choice in order to sell the twist I also wonder
3: if, if that's a, if that's something that is, that could be a, like a cult, like a cultural thing. Like if you are, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know obviously Japanese people have technology, but uh, maybe, maybe some of the, the exactly this date right now is right now might be part of the cultural thing or part of a a tonal choice. And then also this is not hard sci-fi. So, um, so I think, I think that you can kind of, I, at least that, at least the, like for me, it's, for me, the explanation is that it's, is that it's a, is that it's a dream that they, you is that they, yeah, they don't remember very much when they wake up, uh, during the, during the time that they're in these experiences, they, uh, (coughs) maybe they, maybe they notice certain things and they don't notice other things. I mean, how, I mean, for, for that matter, how did the, did either of them figure out where the school was?
2: Like,
0: well, well, we know that like, well, it took them hours, clearly. Right.
2: (laughs) Took her like half a day to find it.
3: Right. But there's, but like, there's more than one school in Tokyo. Sure. Like, like she doesn't know, she doesn't know where she, she has no idea where she is. Like the, I I think that there's, I think, and, and, and just the kind, just kind of in general, like, like they, they were more I feel like they were more well adjusted than they probably would have been if this had been meant to
2: be taken literally, and I don't think this was meant to be taken literally, yeah I mean it could just be like you know she went back to taki's room and looked through his stuff and found the name of his school and then like figured figured it out, but it took her a long time right because there's she was also late.
0: cultural things like um, different schools in Japan use different uniforms, so she could have figured it out through the uniform like the the school. Uh, the uniform that they were wearing had a crest on its pocket that kind of stuff
1: also they have phones with GPS Like, yeah. I could probably figure it out like if I had someone's phone right
3: I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just saying, there's there's more holes than just that. But and that's fine. It's, that there's I I just I just generally kind of don't think this this is meant to be taken totally right. literally.
0: It, it's an anime that comes in under two hours. We don't have time to address every yeah, single yeah, yeah. tiny um, thing in the in the show. So so if
3: if we're if we're talking about, I mean, I I kind of didn't I I found the the twist to be a little bit dubious in a in a different way. Um, I felt like it was borderline, uh, borderline girlfriend in a refrigerator kind of thing. Um, I felt like, I I felt like the film would have been a lot in general, the film would have been a lot stronger if it was more told from both characters point of view, as opposed to just the male perspective. Um, and then having the, having the girl die from a meteor. And then that triggers the whole, you know, like a whole act of, of, of storyline just feels a little, Feels a little problematic, especially, especially when you know the amount of times that they that they emphasize uh, the, him grabbing their boobs and everything. It just feels a little like, aren't we a little, aren't we past that? No,
0: they're well, teenagers. They're not uh, past anything. Yeah, like, no, no. I don't. I, mean, I don't mean like teenagers. I mean you the, wake
2: up, the choice you wake up body. That's the first thing you would do. <laughs> like, so, like I feel like that's true for like ninety nine percent of guys out there.
3: Well, it's. I mean. That's fine to have one scene like that, but they didn't need to have multiple scenes of that. And then that, combined with the fact that it's mostly written from, from that it's mostly in, from the male male point of view, and combined with uh, with with the with the uh, the the girl getting killed, just it just feels a little. Feels I, I think a little
1: it is. Off. I think it's pretty yeah. balanced between the two of them at yeah, least I until agree. the twist. Up until the twist. right,
0: right until the twist, but right. right. that's thought, a, that's a I large chunk right. of the movie. I mean, yes, that's true, but also the twist involved one character dying, which makes it hard to tell <laughs> from the perspective. Uh,
3: right, but it's playing into a trope of the girlfriend dying, uh, which which happens
0: in like way too much media. So i I only had one problem with the, the twist is basically. So did they change? Did they change the past, or did they not? That was one thing that I really had trouble determining was whether they whether 500 people still died or whether they managed to save they saved everyone them. except they for 500 people. No, they, so, saved okay. ev- they saved everybody. There were no deaths. Yeah,
1: there was like a newspaper clipping or something. That there was a the newspaper yeah.
0: clipping, but my version didn't uh, provide subtitles. Uh, okay, words. yeah, no, so, no uh, one died. No okay, one died. So Basically,
2: what happened is, right, you have the scene at the end where Mitsuha is running to her father's office, right? And then it cuts away to the future, and we don't know how that resolved. And then you basically find out that she was able to convince her father to send out a, an evacuation order. So everyone went to the high school, right. and they all survived. And
0: that's that's kind of what I assumed, especially because she wasn't wearing the the yukata or the kimono or whatever, right. um, whereas in the one where everybody died, she, she- – was, and was I, I wasn't sure if whether they were going to get around to like her giving up and then just sort of wandering into down to the lake mm. to watch it crash or right. what. But it was a little confusing for me, although I I did approve of it in general. I, I don't think I had as much of a problem with it as you guys, but maybe it's just because I watch more anime with even worse uh, plot twists <laughs> right i've played the kingdom hearts games
2: that's nothing compared to <laughs> oh i mean
3: i thought i mean generally i thought it was fine i just i just noticed i just, uh, sometimes stuff like that stick the gender stuff uh sticks out to me sometimes just because uh i've had people it's like it's like people have pointed that, that out to me that kind of stuff out to me in a lot of media and i'm like oh you guys are overreacting and then everything that i watch feels like you know feels like it doesn't What's pass the here? Bechdel test or it, or it, or the, or the gay characters get killed off or the, or the women get killed off or you know, it just, it, it, it's a bummer. Sure. And especially something I, and like this where they didn't, it didn't need to, like they could have, they could have figured out something else. Even, even if they had, uh, cause I think, I think where I noticed it being uh, like particularly bad was when he, he switches with her one more time and then they follow him in her body Trying to, you know, trying to do everything. If they had, instead of spending all that time with him and her body, if they, if he had communicated to her and then she had, and then we had followed her doing, you know, trying to, trying to change everything, spent more time with that. Maybe it would have, maybe it would have felt different. It's just, yeah, it really
2: felt like this was, this was written from. I mean, we do eventually get that when they're on the crater together, you know, and he's like, here's what I, here's my plan. Here's what you have to do. mm Right,
0: right. Then so, it's, she, here's she my plan. Fall.
3: Here's what you have to do. That's, well, that's, a, that's yeah. a thing too.
0: But um, at the same time, that's when she finds out she was going to die. She didn't know until that point.
3: Right, right. <laughs> yes, I'm saying that they should have written it differently so that she found yeah, out earlier so that we would spend like, more time with her.
2: But I see what you're saying, Kendall, because like Japan even now is a lot more patriarchal in its culture still than America is, right? Like So the, those kind of tropes are, are a lot more common in Japanese media in general. I think, right? Like you'll see the damsel in distress a lot more and, uh, stuff that you're talking about, right? But I'll just,
3: I mean, it it didn't, it didn't totally ruin. I just wanted to bring it up. We've already talked about it. We've already spent more time on it than we probably should have, but (laughs) that's, but I just, I just wanted to acknowledge that it was a thing. Um, uh, for some, so one thing, one thing for me that this film really did well was, uh, whether it was, whether it was, um, when they were switching bodies or, or some other stuff later, it really captured the sort of isolation and confusion of adolescence, you know, where you're and you feel like you're a different person from one day to the next. Um, you know, just, just, I don't know, not understanding the world
2: I thought it kind of captured that captured that feeling really well. Yeah. Um, for me, like I, I tend to. One thing that I like about Japanese media is sort of slice of life stuff. You know, I'm a big fan of the Persona games, and they're very much about that, right? Where you kind of like vicariously live alongside the protagonist as they go to school and they go to work and then they hang out with their friends. You know, and it's just a nice. It just, it's for me, it's just relaxing and uh, it's peaceful, and I just enjoy it, right? So I really like the first half of this movie, and kind of you have this. Um, montage, right, of the two of them kind of growing into each other's lives and, and adapting and, and figuring out, you know, how to remain there themselves, but also kind of keep the other person's lives intact. And then you also see them kind of bonding with each other's friend groups mm-hmm. in a way that I really enjoyed. Like, I love the little shot where, like, you have the scene earlier in the movie where Mitsuha and her friends are looking for something to do, and her friend's like, let's go to a cafe, and the next shot is, this, this town has no cafe, you know, and they're sad. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. When Takis there, right? You see him kind of create a makeshift cafe for them, you know, and showing them how it works. And I love that, right? Like, just these little moments of uh, friendship forming uh, between these characters, even though they're not like physically there, and it's under this really strange circumstance. Just it just makes me feel good, you know. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I did kind of. I liked those interactions as well. I thought like all the characters had personalities and were kind of interesting, and you could, yeah, you could kind of get the sense that they're you know people
0: right i really enjoyed the first half which sort of leads into maybe an an expectation that i had for watching too many anime the web when it turned and we found out that mitsuha had died uh basically it sort of became like an oh no is this another sad japanese story because japanese anime has an I mean, stories in general has a very heavy string of basically very sad, depressing stories with maybe no end or an unhappy end. So, unlike uh, a lot of Western stuff, like it is not a guaranteed happy ending in these sorts of movies. Uh, Grave of the Fireflies. I was wondering if that's exactly how this would go, where everybody dies and the and the guy just gets to watch. Nope. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense given
2: like depression rates in Japan are extremely high right now, you know? So you see that reflected in their, in their media as well.
3: Well, I'm extremely depressed right
2: now, so that's,
3: (laughs) that's a thing. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I, that it was, it is interesting how much the tone shift, um, the the tone shifted kind of partway through. It was very much, uh, the, 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 the early, the early film um, felt was very, was very light and then it, you know, it turned, and then it kind of had that, had that turn to, to darkness. It was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting. I, cause I felt like the, I felt like the very beginning of the film was a little slow and then it kind of picked up and then it was like, this is another thing, which I kind of, I think I knew there was going to be a twist. I think that somebody told me that this is one of those movies that you need to know as little as possible um, mm. when you're going into it. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was something.
2: Yeah. I really like, I actually haven't shared my thoughts about the twist because I remember like loving it when I first watched it just because like for me, like it, it just didn't occur to me to think about time at all. Right. I, I just assumed from the beginning that it was during the same time and the people were just switching bodies Partially because, like, I, I've i seen body-switching movies before, you know, like Freaky Friday, and it's, it's always been. It's
1: been done, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's been done, right? And so, like, I'm like, and so even when I started watching, I'm like, oh, I'm liking how they're executing this trope. But it never occurred to me that they would exist in different times, you know? Like, the only, I've seen maybe one movie where something like that happened and it was kind of bad. It's called The Lake House with Keanu Reeves. Wow. Um,
0: I think one thing that was really interesting about the time switching thing is now we've been around we've been at this current tech levels long enough that smartphones are a thing like a, a significant step back into the past. Like it's only 3 years, but I mean if you go much further than that, not everyone's going to have smartphones, especially like mm. in the country. Yeah, well, and not only and not only that because there was a stretch of time
3: when Mo, when when my wife Molly who pays attention to this stuff could tell the exact year that any piece of media was supposed to take place because she would be like, Oh, they've got an, they've got an iPhone two SE or they've got a Samsung <laughs> galaxy four. <laughs> like, like she knew the exact model of every phone that everybody had. And it was that's like, awesome. it, or, you know, you know, beyond it wasn't just, Oh, they've got a, they've got a razor or they've got a flip phone. It's like, they're like, this is that's Oh, that's an iPhone five. You can tell because of the quality of the camera. And it, <laughs>
2: I didn't even think like movies would care enough to have specific versions of iPhones in their movies. That's funny. Well,
0: usually it's used as at least for anime. It's just a reference of whatever the animator had on their desk at the time. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, I don't know for, I don't know about for anime, but
3: like if there is a, if, if it's a good, if it's a good show, if it's peak television kind of stuff and there's a flashback to five years ago or whatever, like, like, if you watch Better Call Saul, which is supposed to take place in the early 2000s, they're very careful to make, like, everybody has flip phones and they have, like, very specific types of flip phones. You know, if you watch something that's supposed to take place in, you know, 2010 and they're, you know, it's a, it is a period piece, you know, it's from that. Or also, sure. if you watch something that's supposed to take place in present day and it's and it was made five years ago and you don't know when it was made... You can tell when it when it's supposed to take place, you know, when present day was sure. because they're just using the current cell phones and it's very specific. But yeah, that is interesting because I mean my I mean my iPhone is a model that's uh, uh, four or five years old or something now. Yeah, so, I mean yes. my so, phone as
0: well is quite
1: old. So Jeff, on successive viewings, you've seen this multiple times, right? That's on successive viewings. Okay, how has your perspective on the twist shifted?
2: Interestingly enough, like you know, when I saw it the first time, uh, I loved it, and then when I saw it again, probably a year ago, maybe I was I didn't like it quite as much. I still enjoyed it, and then when I watched it again last night, I liked it even, back kind of up to my original levels again. Huh. Um, and so, like I think again, like I think if you really dig into the mechanics of the twist, you know, like shouldn't their phones have different times on them or different year dates? Right? Like I feel like you could poke some holes for sure. Um, But for me, like, unless the plot hole is, like, just so egregious that, like, it completely undermines the movie, like, I generally don't mind them too much. For me, it's more just about, like, the emotional resonance of the scene and the story and the characters that matters the most to me, you know? So I can kind of headcanon a way that, like, they just weren't paying attention to time because I wasn't, you know, like – I wasn't paying attention or it didn't occur to me that they would be in different times. And it probably, it just didn't to them either. You know,
3: why, so why didn't they try to call each other before though? I think
0: they <laughs> yeah. did I have an answer to, to that call each other before, but because they're in different times, the phones don't connect. Right. I mean, yes, I know that
1: they each uh, tried like, once, right? Like, right. but the an answer to that is, or like, and yeah, I know this because
2: current teenagers are like this. Current teenagers do not call each other much, right? Even ones, because I work with teenagers all the time. I'm a youth pastor, right? Like they text, of the time like yeah but but they weren't texting
3: yeah they weren't texting and they also weren't on each other's social media
2: right they were leaving like texting diaries to each other and i I mean first they were writing on each other's hands you know and then they realized oh i can use this app on their phone and leave a little you know thing but like it it probably just didn't occur to them to actually physically call each other until much later right because at first they didn't really like each other all that much and it kind of took some time for them to even want to like get to know each other after a while you know so I, I feel like it sort of developed organically to where like they it only occurred for them to call each other when like their relationship had like earned it if that makes uh, any sense okay
0: i mean so, yeah. it, I, I don't really that this one could be chalked up a little bit more to the i didn't notice the date kind of thing where it's essentially either the dream or the magic defending itself to a certain extent and mm-hmm. wiping away wiping away any inconsistencies or ways around it yeah yeah
3: that's definitely that's definitely a thing because because the thing is what would happen is they'd go to school if you know assuming they had the phone number they'd go to school and the person would be like oh you did this yesterday and they're like what you failed my? you messed up my math homework and then immediately send a text message to the you know angry at the person because they definitely were like you know leaving nasty notes for each other, angry at each other. Right.
0: So, and they know their own cell phone number, clearly. So. Right,
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> and we know that as soon as, like, he discovered she was dead, right, like, her her diary post disappeared from his phone, mm-hmm. like, at, like almost at that yeah. moment, you know, so yeah. it's like a, so, kind of erasing.
1: Speak, so speaking like, of the magic, I feel like there were a couple of times they kind of touched on kind of what was going on, and I feel like I kind of missed it. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but, like, the... Mitsuha's grandmother talks about how she had experience, dream experiences like that in the past, and then when they go out to the shrine, uh, they find, he finds the, the painting of the meteor, and and I think it was okay. the, the first meteor that fell, and then there's the sake, and... I was like trying to fit that all together, and I think if I watched it again, I might get more of it. Right. But- so I
0: think what I pieced together after after watching it just one time, I'm not I'm not like Jeff where I watched it multiple times. But basically, they talk about the disaster in which the Shriden maidens forgot everything that was going to happen, which I think was fire. more important than we initially saw. It it, it was yeah the fire they called yes. it. However, I suspect that that may have actually been the fall of the first uh, asteroid. And basically, the, uh, they're, they're Shinto, basically, priestesses who have f- forgotten why they're doing these rituals, but they're doing the rituals even a thousand years later. And that probably ties into the generational magic, because usually those sorts of priestesses are tied to the, the shrine itself. Correct. Yeah, so like the 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 line to to look after the temple
2: you know has been going for centuries right in which they are a part of but they don't know why they do it right they just know that they're supposed to and that it's a tradition and it should be carried on
0: right and yeah part of the tradition is leaving half of yourself behind at this temple which is sort of indicative that that it's the, the worship is related to the event itself
2: Correct. And you even have this line, right, when when the grandma is taking them into the cave, right, where she's like, when you enter this special place, you have to give up half of yourself to get out, right, which they end up doing later, right, where they when, – when Taki gives Mitsuha back her ribbon, right, like, that's the moment in which he gives up half of himself and they lose their connection with each other and – like, I think you have one of the best shots in the movie where, like, sh- um, she starts to write her name on his hands and then, boom, like, it cuts away and the pen falls to the ground and she's gone.
1: So right? the and ribbon, the yeah, so the ribbon is the thing that tied them together, yes. right? Right. Well, there's there's also
0: something uh, in Eastern cultures known as the Red Thread of Destiny, which is basically a red string that basically tied two important t- people together. And it's so, like, culturally significant that it's used in, like, both Chinese and Japanese weddings to a certain extent. Right.
1: But the ribbon, so the ribbon is, t- was what well, tied them together. But she gave it to him at the end of all of it from her timeline, because she went looking for him in Tokyo. Right. Where, so I was a little unclear on that too, like the mechanics of like w- what caused for her, in her timeline, it was the last few weeks before the meteor fell. But was for his day. timeline, it was just when she goes
2: to the talk, It was the day before the meteor. The meteor fell. Yeah. Because she cuts her hair when she gets back because she doesn't have the ribbon anymore, right? So yeah. she goes and gives it to him, uh, and then from that point on, he has it tied around his wrist, right? Because, like – Yeah, but
1: it doesn't that. start happening from his perspective until three years later. Correct.
3: Right, right. Yeah, it's a, it's a – I mean, it's a time it's like a paradox time. loop thing. Yeah, sure. And yeah. Like, yeah, you know, it's – it is Right. And what I'm, I want to I really wasn't, get
0: into why is the three years significant uh, uh, maybe that's a cultural thing mm. that I didn't
3: pick up on what what I want to know is why wasn't uh the grandmother more helpful
0: because uh, <laughs> like cause she
3: <laughs> like like the they're like the town's gonna get hit by a meteor I'm the I'm the other person from the future in a body and she's like oh yeah I figured that's what happened something like hap- that happened to me when I was a kid but uh yeah nobody's going to believe you so we're just not going to we're not going to evacuate to the
2: I to think the- for her like I think for her she basically didn't get as far as Mitsuha did right so I think the same thing happened to her but like she probably switched bodies with someone but she didn't connect with them in any real way so she just treated it like a weird dream and forgot about right. it right
0: in, in a time i mean consider smartphone. it 60 years before yeah two generations before i mean they would have been deep in the middle of like the industrial revolution in right, right. japan there'd be no way to come, contact or even realize that what you're seeing isn't actually a hallucination so from, but,
2: so from her perspective she's like that was weird it was like a weird dream but right. i think there was more magic to it and then when she sees the same thing happening to mitsuho she probably thinks oh this weird thing is happening to you now.
3: Right, right, um, right. Okay, so yes, I'll, I'll give you that. But let me. But when uh when so what's his name? Taik ta, ta, when Taki. Taki in Mitsuha's body says, "Hey, I'm from three years in the future, and everybody in town needs to evacuate to the high school so that they don't die." The grandma says, "Now nah, we're not going to do that." I mean, I, think I think think believe can, you, but nobody else her, is going her off, to. Her
0: off of being a weird dream. Like, I she, think it, she, it really filed- comes down to. A- that would be too simple of a plot point. I think that's what it gets written away as more than any any rational explanation. I just think it it comes down to the story requires the teenagers to solve the problem, not uh, to appeal to an external authority to mm. solve the problem. You know, yeah. but but mm. I think
3: that you. That's I mean, you have, and maybe this is uh, this is. I mean, this is practically a trope where you do have. Uh, a like an elder figure when it is the teenagers that have to solve the problem. You have an elder figure who believes them and helps them as much as they can, but don't, you know, maybe, maybe you, all you have, you you know, she says, you know, it's Obi-Wan. It's like, you know, I'm too old to fight in the war for you. You know, maybe she says, well, I can't, I can't help you, but, um, I have the key to the AV closet in the high school. That's really all that I can do. And then she, at least her and the sister, at least, evacuate to the high school.
0: Like I mean, yeah, perhaps, like, perhaps there's some unseen things going on because the grandma and the younger sister were there when she confronts her dad again. So, right, right.
3: The They're in the in city hall which is going to get
0: demolished. Right. So, we don't really see that scene, so we don't know how <laughs> she convinces him, but The
2: point that I'm trying to make though is I don't think she fully believes her. I think she hmm. believes that like Mitsuha is having some weird pseudo body switching dream thing. But that doesn't mean her claim that a meteor is going to come and destroy everything is true. You know, like, right. I think the grandma's like, okay, she's – I remember this happening to me where, like, I felt like I kind of maybe sort of switched bodies with someone. But it was kind of a dream. I don't know. And Mitsu going, good luck with that, girl. Like, just mm. – no one's going to believe you. Like, I'm, I'm just not convinced she was, like, fully sold. And because – of what I was saying before, because like she never got as far into connecting with the person as Mitsuha had, it's easier for her to just sort of dismiss it as this crazy weird thing going on. Right. So like, she doesn't really buy like, cause Mitsuha's panicking and she's like, I'm not me. I'm talking. I I'm friends with this person. I, I, I love this girl. Like we matter to each other. Like she never got to that point. So I don't think she like, is fully on board well, I guess with, even if Taki, she, even you know? if she did get to that point, she
3: doesn't remember. Because that I think that's right. a that's a key right. thing that's very important to the to this story is is in spite of all the craziness that happened, um, they they as adults they don't remember. He's like, yeah, I I remember I was really into this one. I was really obsessed with this with this right. one thing that happened when I was in high school, but I don't remember why. And I think sure, that all like- of I think all of us have uh, you know some movie that was really important to us. Or or some or some historical event or something like that, that were like I don't I don't remember why I thought that was so great that or you know why sure. I was so obsessed with that then,
1: and and even when they were like chanting the other person's name trying to remember it they still forgot it, mm-hmm. right? Like quickly, yeah. didn't take long.
0: Yeah, so I think it's a combination of the two things, but made harder by the fact that neither of the scenes where the grandma would have helped were actually shown. They were yeah. all just sort of like. Recanted back by the main characters while they're running somewhere. Yeah, I just I don't know. I would have liked it. I would. I
3: think I would because she clearly was playing the role of the. She's the old person that understands. You know, she kind of explains to the extent that it is. I kind of I would have liked it
0: better if. if I mean, she kind of reveals the secrets of what happened, but it's 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 not in a direct or active chosen way mm-hmm.
2: she's but like she's not really like I don't think she's really meant to be a character she's more just an exposition dump person right like her whole point is just to sort of explain how the process kind of works just to give some kind of backdrop for what's going on but other than that she doesn't develop anything she doesn't really have a clear personality right she's just there to be an exposition source Right.
3: yeah yeah
2: um but i like i do like that the one character who believes her is uh i want to say like uh tech techie tech, tech, like like her like guy Heshie friend yeah. she yeah her guy friend Heshie. and it's only because he's like into conspiracies right and believes all kinds of outlandish yeah. stuff and they he do loves, a good job he of, loves
0: multiverse theories and yeah right so they do a good job <laughs> comic of the
2: stuff team, yeah <laughs> he loves to believe crazy stuff anyway right so it, it makes sense that he would believe Taki pretty quickly.
3: Right. Well, I think, I mean, him and the, and the, and the, and the, and, the, and his like little, little sidekick girlfriend type person. Um, I think, I think they're really interesting because they, because they just, at, at, very least they believe, they believe Mitsuha when she says that, you know, as, as, or Taki as Mitsuha, when, when they say that, uh, when they say that the, the town needs to be evacuated. You know, it's the idea that, that you're, that at that age, the people that you can trust and the people that you can count on the most are the people who are, who are your, who are your friends. You know, the, the adult adults, you can't, you know, you can't trust adults. You can't trust authority figures. The people who are supposed to protect you are not the ones are, are not the ones that are going to be there when you need them. It's, it's your it's your friends that understand what you're going through and, and your, and your concerns. And I mean, and I think that it it was kind of used as a metaphor. This, this, um, everyone dying is used as a metaphor for, you know, teenagers. When you think everything, everything that you're going through is the most important thing. You're kind of the center of your own universe. Um, and it just feels like no matter how, no matter how important something is to you, every, all the adults around you just don't care. Right.
2: Even as a parent, that I, I struggle with that, right? Because my kids are extremely little and they think, you know, finding that blue crayon is the most important thing in the universe. And as an adult, I, I like roll my eyes. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're getting mad because they can't find this color of crayon. That's like the most trivial thing in the universe. But I have to constantly remind myself to like empathize with them and put myself in their position. And yes, that blue crayon matters more than anything right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's hard to do.
1: And believe it or not, sometimes the, the word, the literal worst thing that's ever happened to them seems trivial to us. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And also, I also think, I don't know, sometimes kid, like you hold, you hold kids to a higher standard. Cause you know, you say a blue crayon, you know, if I'm, if I'm doing a, a terrible MS paint art and I can't find the correct uh, shade of blue, I will, I will definitely freak out. Um, or or if I'm or if I'm doing some kind of project and you know some kind of artsy fartsy project and I need to I need to figure out this you know this one exact thing and it's like I know that detail and then you you know drive around town before you know it I'm driving around to to Target and Walmart and everywhere to find the right colored blue crayon,
2: right? Yep. And again, that the movie does an excellent job I feel like of communicating that frustration right when Mizuha is desperately trying to convince her father, you know, that this is a this is the most important thing I can convince you of. It's life and death, and no one wants will listen to her. Right? Your father's no one cares. a dick too. He is, yeah. right? um, but like, uh, but even like, they're going around town and they're yelling at they're yelling at people to evacuate, and no one seems to be listening. That that sense of being ignored by the adults around you is very present, for sure.
0: And yet, I'm sure that if I walked down. Well, not now, because for pandemic reasons, but if I walk down into <laughs> the park and just strolling around and some, and like a bunch of three teenagers come out yelling that everyone has to leave or the world's going to end, I'd probably just ignore them. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: sure. fair. I would I'd be, be
0: like, yeah, yeah it sound, lasted longer than I expected.
2: <laughs> it's a, it's a prank or something, right? It has to be.
3: Yeah, uh, Mark Maron's uh, latest comedy special that was uh, it's called end times fun. It was released like right before all the quarantine stuff. But, uh, he, he has a, he has a bit in it where he says, you know, what if, uh, he's saying, what if Donald Trump, uh, just didn't leave office and, but it could be applied to sort of anything that like crazy stuff happens. And he says, you know, probably what would happen is people would kind of like look around and be like, that's weird. And then just go back to what they were doing before, nope. you know, which is, which is, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hearing people run through the streets It's just, it's interesting to me though Because you would think that with it being a small town With her being the The mayor's daughter Um, and some other factors That people would be more inclined To believe them
0: Well, even when they're running through the street Trying to tell people, there's at least one line That stuck out to me, where one of the ladies Walking a child was like, oh, it's Mitsuha (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) And I'd like to take this opportunity to mention how much watching this in English helped me, because I tried to watch it in subtitles for a little while, but the subtitles uh, were not necessarily translating every single line, so I got as far as the end of the first classroom scene, where basically there were some side conversations, maybe some question to answer back and forth, but the subtitles were only catching maybe whatever... it. Was maybe whatever the teacher was saying, mm-hmm. but would skip the uh, skip the answer from the student because it went too fast or something huh. like that. So I thought mm-hmm. that watching it in English was definitely the superior way to watch it. And the voice acting, which is not always a guarantee in these sorts of things, was actually quite excellent.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was. I I, I think, and I mean, I think most uh, most modern anime, like it's a little different from it's a little different from the nineties. I think nowadays. Usually there's, usually, usually there's pretty good voice acting for, for English dubs. Uh, the exception, or I mean the only, if, if the only criticism being that like there, there are still like a relatively small number of people who do all the voices. Although I don't think that I didn't notice anybody.
0: Right. I think it's a different studio. It's not Funimation. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it's not the same stable that yeah. I've listened to all the time.
3: Yeah. Funimation or, uh, uh, what's the other one? Um, oh crap. Uh, who's doing the Sailor Moon um, redubs? Uh, you're like uh, you're the only one here that's watching Sailor Moon. Viz yeah. Viz is is the one. They've done gotcha. a bunch of they've done, they've done a bunch of like redubs of '90s animes, and they use well, kind of a similar a similar group.
1: Well, and and now like you can watch any Studio Ghibli film, uh, which Disney took and put a star-studded cast doing the voice acting for, and you know you get a good experience.
3: Yeah, I I remember I did I watched uh, fully Cooly or furry curry or FLCL, yep. whatever it's actually called. <laughs> I watched that with uh, with subs because it was only available in subs at the time. That one was a terrible experience watching with subs uh,
0: because there's a I mean, lot it was of con- it's confusing and didn't make a lot of sense in English. Yeah, so could,
3: yeah. Could, well, I and also like that. there's there's a lot of stuff where it's, where there's words on the screen. So you have to translate that. And then there are like puns that people are mm-hmm. yelling at each other. And yeah, yes. Yeah so, yeah. so it was like way more confusing. I thought it was like a fever dream when I was, when I was watching it with subs, but yeah, with the, with the dubs, it was, it was, it was uh, still a fever dream, but like I could get there more of the jokes. I could follow. There's more also the an
0: interesting line. thing in dubs where they don't just, at least now in the, t- the 2010 period, where uh-huh. they, they don't just do a direct translation word for word anymore, they'll actually reinterpret all the words to make it better in English. Not mm-hmm. not necessarily a direct translation, but just to make all the jokes land. Try to try to slip a pun in where there was a pun, even if it's not the same pun right, or the right, same right. joke. And I think that's great.
1: Or use like an idiom or a colloquialism. Yeah, um, it just
0: it just makes everything flow quite a bit smoother.
2: So speaking of uh, smooth flow, uh, let's get back to the movie for a second. I'm just curious. <laughs> uh, for, so uh, a pretty common criticism that is uh, kind of lent to this movie, and you know, I think this might be kind of what you were getting at a little bit earlier, is that for some kind of the emotional moments, especially near the end, kind of felt a little overly sappy or sentimental or almost a little um, like daytime tv or soap opera-esque, you know? And yeah. so for me, like I didn't feel that way. I feel like I feel like the emotional moments really landed for me. And you know, I already alluded to it earlier, like when she writes her name on Taki's hand and then disappears and the pen drops on the on the ground, right? I felt like that really affected me. And then later on when she crashes the bike and she's kind of on the ground crying a little bit, and she looks at her hand to see his name, but instead, I love you is written there. Like I just thought that was beautiful and like it moved me, right? Um, but for others, if that if those things failed to move them or to affect them emotionally, I can see them just kind of going like, eh, the movie wasn't really for me. So yeah, I'm just curious, so, like, yeah, did you, you guys of, have moments like that for you or was that, it just kind of meh?
1: Yeah, that that is kind of where I landed. Like, they, it didn't really, like, move me. I'm not... You're you're full of motionless dead inside robot. I understand it. Yeah, little, yeah, basically, I crazy. guess. I don't know. I kind of, like... <laughs> It didn't like it didn't negatively impact my perception of the film because I kind of like expected that from this type of movie like I knew it was going to be like that but but also like it failed to enhance it for me like it would have maybe for someone who engaged with it more I think
3: that um the only the only bit that that uh, that took that took me out of it in that in that sense uh, was and I guess, I guess this, I don't know how you would work this in with the time gap thing. Um, but there was like, the only thing that we really got that, that showed that, uh, that Taki was developing feelings for Mitsuha, uh, prior to the death and everything was, uh, was, was when he went on the date with the, with his coworker, And Mm -hmm. she was like, you have feelings for someone else. There weren't, I didn't feel like there was enough. I mean, there was like that montage, but there wasn't, there wasn't really enough, uh, time spent (laughs) developing their relationship for what, you know, for what it was. Um, and so I didn't, as, as far as like, and especially as far as turning it, it from a friendship into a, uh, into a, a or well from a people two people can't stand each other to a friendship to something more or something along those lines. Um, it, it kind of seemed like he didn't fall in love with her until until uh, until he realized that uh, that she died or until until, she know, was until after yes. she died, at least until <laughs> at least until she was out of the picture because she wasn't they weren't switching bodies anymore.
1: Surprisingly, um, I actually thought that it was just about right. Like, I wasn't surprised that he had trouble expressing that mm. um, outside of that date with his coworker. Mm. All right, and like, I think I, it, I thought that was about right.
0: I think it made sense because because we were seeing it pretty much primarily through his lens. So I'm not sure that I mean, sort of spending time with someone at that intimate a level would probably do a little bit, but there wasn't a lot of signs because he didn't realize himself.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, and that's yeah, it,
3: and that's playing it, it, into
2: the trope that I was complaining about earlier. But right. But you also had it from you also had the scene from Mitsuha's perspective when she, when you realize she had feelings for him when she sets him up uh, with Miss Okodera. and then like she looks at herself in the mirror and she's crying and she's like, why am so, I crying? Uh, because I set him up on a date with this other girl and she's kind of realizing, no, I want him to go out with me.
3: You know, you know, maybe I, I guess I, I guess I never that never that is not how I read that
2: at all. Really? <laughs> I thought that she was, I thought she was into the girl. Oh, well, oh I mean, I, no. I think I just, like wanted to go on the date as tacky, as Taki, right? Because I thought that would be kind of a fun thing to do. But then I think it, for her, it, she realized, no, it was deeper than that, right? It's because I'm developing feelings for this guy and he's going out with someone else.
3: Yeah, I told that, no, that makes, that makes sense. That total, I totally misread that. You're right. No. Okay. I'm wrong. It's fine. They love each other, <laughs> right? I don't know if that's the right way to read it. No, that's, that's how uh, I interpret it. No, you're totally, you're totally right. Now that I'm thinking about, I was just so. I think I was just so like engaged with like sort of the, the, what it looked, what I thought this was. I thought this movie was going to be a lot more about about gender stuff, about you know, sw- about sw- you know the fact that one one guy is living from a, you you know like when she says at the beginning she says. I wish in my next life I could come back as a Tokyo as a handsome Tokyo boy. Like she yeah. doesn't want to meet a, to- a handsome Tokyo boy. She wants to be a handsome Tokyo boy. Uh, but she's not really transgender in that sense. She just wants to be in that, in that role. But, and then she, and then she likes, you know, she likes living Taki's life. Yeah. I totally, it totally did not occur to me. Like I totally read that as, as that she was into the, into the waitress
2: girl. Oh, it's interesting. That's a, two different perspectives, right? Yeah, they're my they're my ship. <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually notice at the end um, when they when Misogadera and Talking Meet up in the future, and she's like, "I wish you happiness." She has a wedding ring on, right? So she got married uh, at yeah. some point before the end of the movie.
3: <sighs> right, right, yeah, yeah. It's it's a uh, which is which is tol- That's totally a thing that you meet when you're especially when you're single in your mid twenties or you're not your mid. I wasn't in my mid twenties, but w- when you're single as a as a as a grown up and you meet somebody from, from your past and you're like, Yeah, maybe oh no, they're married.
2: No, they're married. I have this headcanon that she fell in love with Taki's friend at, when they all traveled. I I, I think that that's that's pretty that's there's no evidence whatsoever
0: in the movie. Yeah, I don't I don't like, think he had a ring on in the scene that's why I call it prior headcanon. to the Okadera thing, but I didn't really go back and check either.
3: <laughs> oh oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. well I mean there, I think there was no, I think there was some there were some hints of of there being a relationship developing there um, and also they're the only other two characters in the film so obviously they got married because <laughs> okay. the because the, the uh, M- Mitsuha's friends got married
1: yeah, yeah. but they yeah.
2: were a couple when the movie started but so yeah that was that was clear from the beginning that that wasn't going to happen um, but anyway, I was just curious, like um, how this movie affected you guys emotionally. How did it end? Again, did
3: they end up getting together, or they ended up not getting? They together? ended. They ended up meeting on the stairs.
1: Yeah, because yeah, they saw each other in the passing trains, and then they got off at the next stop, and then ran, and then they almost walked past each other, but then they.
0: Frankly, I expected them to continue walking past each other because that would right. be a very Japanese story thing <laughs> to do, and I was actually pr- pretty surprised at the upbeat ending uh, where they basically actually turn talk to each other mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> which it goes along with the overall theme of of the red thread of fake connecting people across even time and space right where like they just had this gnawing sense of loss even though they couldn't articulate why and the th- their threat ultimately brought them together you know it was yeah. almost kind of an
1: inevitable but reality. It, did
3: it I forget did, did it cut did they just did they just say hi and then go about their day or did they they, they said no, do you think taki- i could
1: do you think i could ask your name and they said it at the exact same time and then it cut, and to, then the it cut it. to
2: the thing and <laughs> then i took a drink it was even a little bit more to it than that right because taki turns around and he's like i feel like i've met you before and then yeah. zooms in on mitsuhas face and she's crying and she's like i feel the same way mm-hmm. what's uh, your name uh,
0: I honestly right. expected it to them just to keep walking, and the whole credits would be them just narrowly missing each other for the next mm. forty years. Kind <sighs> of glad it didn't end that way because <laughs> I'm very team glad team it didn't end that mm. way. But I, that's what I expected.
2: Well, we got a scene that where that happened earlier, right? Earlier yeah. in the future, like where once, once that happened, on I was up, like,
1: "Oh no!" By Yeah, they, they walked past each other.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then they both look back at each other at different times, you know, and they miss each other. Right, so I felt like it would have been a little repetitive if they had just done that a second time.
3: Wow, well, that's why I said during the credits. Also, the music was amazing, right?
2: Oh, yes. love it! Good.
3: I yeah. I just this that was the best part of the that was the best part of the film. Like, very well done. That freaking and I love I love the um you know my favorite part of every anime is always the the opening and closing credits.
0: Right, uh, we need those for
3: American
2: movies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They yeah. did a good job of translating the lyrics into something that made made it sound like mm-hmm. it was meant for that language almost a little bit. It's, it sounds a little awkward and the flow is kind of weird, but they did a great job of like just ke- keeping the song intact.
3: Yeah, I didn't I didn't pay too much attention to the lyrics except for that they were in English and I appreciated that. And I just like there's not enough like there's not enough of that like there's not enough English language J-pop out there. Like, i would totally i would totally listen to more way more of that you should play persona 5 kindle that's like the entire soundtrack is mm. j-pop music well maybe maybe at some point i'm gonna be i'm gonna have some free time coming up here it's a pretty so, amazing game
1: so i'm the so i'm the only one of the four of us that kind of thought eh, it's a thing the music seems like i mean is that really is not really my thing like it's it's fine it's out there I mean, I
2: especially like the music because for whatever reason, it had this ethereal like tone to me, you know, which fit with the supernatural elements of the film. And I I like the way it was used at the end, you know, where like the climax is going on and she's running through the town trying to convince her father to evacuate. And the song is playing right where like it just kind of makes everything come together and it feels sort of destiny ish.
3: Well, it was very, you know, but, to me, it was very, it was very, anim- it was like the, like, it was very anime in a good way. Like various times, like, like, yeah, when, when she's, when she's running to d- convince her father or whatever, that's when, that's the, an- that's the anime season finale where they, where they play a, a, a different version of the opening theme or, or, oh, like. or various other times. It, it kind of felt like, it kind of felt like they did a cold open and then went into a, and then went into a theme song or for, for an episode or, or. Uh, like it was, it very much felt like I was listening to a bunch of, a bunch of theme songs to a bunch of animes that were being played back to back, which was nice. I, right.
2: like that. I agree. I mean, for me, like I, there's not a lot I have to complain about this movie. Um, but I will say the one thing that I don't like about it. And I think the one, the, the one flaw that it has is it, I think it tries a little too hard to explain the mechanics of the supernatural elements, right? Like it, you know, like you you have to go into the Shinto religion, and then the old lady has to describe this, and then, oh, mm-hmm. you, she drinks this rice and then spits it back out, and then it ferments into alcohol, and then he has to go into this cave and drink it, and it just spends so much time, like, yeah. trying to make it make
0: sense. Right. It spends just enough time setting up the rules of the magic to feel like they didn't spend enough time setting up the rules of the right, magic. Right. Yes, <laughs> sure. that's, that's,
2: perfect, that's, perfect, that's a perfect way to put it. Mm-hmm. They needed a, to, I don't know exactly. I I totally agree with you (laughs) because
3: if you had the grandmother talk about how this happened to me before or whatever, then, then it probably, then just just cut that out completely. Then, then it would have just been more mysterious and we wouldn't have questioned. And there are things that we wouldn't have questioned. We probably wouldn't have questioned some of the details with the time jump or, or, or whatever, or like, like the thing that bugged me about it with the grant. Why wasn't the grandmother more helpful? Um, oh. like yeah, if they're gonna spend that much time explaining this stuff, if or they just you know, as opposed to if they just had her be a Shinto priest, and obviously this has something to do with Shintoism,
0: and right. uh, you know, do you guys know anything about Shintoism? So it's basically just everything has a spirit, and you have to appease those things, and basically that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. So it's it's kind of it's it's kind of fractured, and everything's different. It's not like one grand overarching philosophy. I know that it makes it
3: so that sailor Mars can say something and throw a piece of paper at people (laughs) because she's a Shinto priestess.
2: Yeah. You get, there's lots of strands of it. Like there's strands of Shintoism where like you need to appease the spirits. Otherwise they'll like hurt you. And then there's other ones where like spirits are like your friends that you can get to know. And there's other ones that treat them kind of like pets or animals. You know, there's all kinds of different strands of it.
0: it. It's, it's much more fractured than other religions.
1: Basically, all I know about it is from exposure to Studio Ghibli movies.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, like
3: all I know about it is from Sailor Moon. So uh, that's, you know, that's probably yours is probably better than my experience or more more apt or something. Um, So I feel like we've uh, beaten this dead horse into the ground. Um,
2: Anything else anybody wanted to bring up about it? Um, there's a, a, a new movie that came out by the same director, Makoto um, Shinkai, is his name, called Weathering with You, kind of the follow up. Um, it's not, like, there are some theories that it's in the same universe, but I don't think they work. But, like, Taki and Mitsuho have uh, cameo appearances in it. Like, they're actually physically in the movie as their characters. Yeah.
1: Is it, it clear it that it
0: they're the be... same characters, or just that yeah. they're the same drawn characters well, in the background as, like, a surprise? Like, they
2: are referred to by name. Like, hey, talking, you know, so kind of fun, yeah, yeah. And so, like, so if you're listening to this and you liked your name, check out "Weathering with You." I don't think it's quite as good, but I still enjoyed it.
0: I definitely want to check that out myself.
1: Yeah. Also, there's a movie that I watched kind of randomly called uh, "Garden of Words." Oh yeah, I think if you it's it's on Netflix. If you like this film, you'll probably like that one too. Makoto Shintai as well. Okay, there you go. One of his things. I was watching.
3: I've been watching High Score Girl. <laughs> I think I watched like two episodes of that. I need to finish it. It's it's good, but also bad. Um, well, there's a lot of that. I would say it is. It is. It is kind of. I I would say it's. It's. It's one of the more trashy things that I watch. Um, <laughs> but it. But it. But it's still. Enter, it's still like entertaining, and I. And my wife likes it. And they have uh, they use actual like footage, arcade game footage, which is kind of nice. And they actually say like Street Fighter and Virtual Fighter and everything, as opposed to like having to, as opposed to like making up fictional arcade. They made stuff. a deal
0: with Capcom. Yeah, <laughs> at some yeah.
3: Point. yeah, They might, yeah, they must have. With I mean, and not just Capcom. Like it's they play it's it's a lot of stuff. I, I assume it's not all Capcom. But like yeah, it's a, it, they use they have a lot of footage from a lot of different games. Uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of neat. I almost wonder if it's some kind of fair use thing, like because they're they're giving it like they're they're teaching you about the games as the there's like a lot of exposition
0: there's sort of been a trend on those sorts of things recently where there was uh what is it there's one where it's where they're just talking about candy for uh, the whole episode and there's another one where they talk about board games for a whole for a whole show and that's basically the show is they play the board game and yeah Yeah. this seems like a a more recent trend from the last five or six years
3: but yeah high score girl if if you want to watch it you can watch it it's nothing (laughs) like this movie no not at all (laughs) (laughs) okay so
2: it's entirely (laughs) unrelated to this movie but go watch it if you like trashy things
1: (laughs) Kendall, here's what I want to know. I want to know what we're reviewing next month.
3: All right. So next month, we are going to review Clerks. Oh, okay. Sure. okay. i seen that
2: one. seen that ever.
3: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, uh, and uh, we will see you next time.
2: Take care.
0: KendallCast.Ninja, celebrating media, hobbies, and passions since 2014.